0: welcome 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 everyone to an amazing episode today um dear friend sister colleague mentor cry on shoulder partner like whatever you want to call it this is who's here today oh my god um i i'm just gonna let her go first i'm just gonna let her go and then i'll just talk about how much i love but ladies everyone everyone welcome welcome Mer into to the show. Hello.
1: Oh, hi Rob.
0: How are you?
1: Oh it is such a treat to be able to hang out with you. One of my favorite people on the whole planet.
0: Oh thank you so much and um, I'm gonna go ahead and set the context to that we tears have already <laughs> begin to roll uh, before this episode because there's so much love and admiration that we have for one another. Just seeing seeing being witness to each other's lives and being able to just see wisdom and resilience work within each one of us in its own way um me getting the chance to witness you you getting the chance to witness me and it's it's been an extraordinary gift to have you as a friend
1: i couldn't say it better myself
0: so, but you do have to at least let everybody know who you are, okay? Oh, if so, only I knew. <laughs> so, yeah, if you would just, you know, talk to the community for a while about who you are and how you like to show up.
1: Oh, you know, my answer to that question is in, is in flux in the moment. So we'll see what comes out. I think what occurs to me is just to share some of the things that I love that often have to do with how, how I show up. Well, I love avocados. Let's get at that uh, <laughs> first. <laughs> I cannot get enough avocados. <laughs>
0: um,
1: I I love I love being in honest, fresh conversation with absolutely anyone. Uh, I love I love getting to the bare bones of things. You know, the bottom line yeah. in its most simplest essence. I've always loved that. That's one thing I loved about finding this understanding. It felt like, ah, it felt like I touched that in a way I hadn't before. Uh, I love, I love words. I love writing. I love finding the right words. Um, I consider at this point in my life, calling myself a writer and a poet, (laughs) (laughs) um, but I love, I love, touching the space beyond words and then letting words try to express it. And I, I guess I would offer that I've had a few, um, few main, main pieces of my experience that have had a big impact on me. And one of those would be being raised in a really conservative religious home. That's had a big, that's colored my experience a lot. Uh, Having a, Having three boys, being a mother to three boys after growing up with four sisters. That's had a huge impact (laughs) on me. Um, Going through cancer about seven years ago has colored my experience a lot. Living with um, some physical limitations has been a big teacher for me. Um, What else would I offer? Uh, Being in a great marriage has had a great impact on my experience of being alive i've been uh, married 27 years something congratulations. like that
0: 27 <laughs> years wow yeah.
1: and then finally i would just offer finding this understanding uh has I, I don't know there's words to describe that one but it's given everything else context yeah. it's given me understanding of of all the other things i've mentioned in a way that allows me to be with them with so much more grace and ease.
0: I love that. I love that so much. Well, then take me there. Given the things that you said impacted your life, what was it like when this, when you came into this understanding or you emerged through this? When was that? How did that work?
1: Yeah. So uh, about, about a year before I met Michael Neal, which is how I, came to find this this space I, I had just finished chemo chemotherapy and and during during my cancer experience I mean it, it was rough don't let me mince words like it was rough but I also touched the place in me that wasn't sick mm. I, I got eyes for the place in me where there wasn't anything quote-unquote wrong with my life or me
0: yeah.
1: And I, and I, I really, yeah, it was beautiful. It was a, it was a gorgeous experience because of that, even though it was rough, but after I finished treatment, I got this thought in my head <laughs> that I had to figure out how not to die of cancer. And yeah. I, I almost killed myself trying to make that happen. I mean, I was trying so hard to eat the right stuff and do the right stuff and see the right healers. And, you know, I was just trying to solve that puzzle in a way that I could guarantee I wouldn't put my family through that. Yeah. And at a point I hit the wall of exhaustion and I said to myself out loud, there has got to be an easier way. There's gotta be something I don't see. And less than a week later, I ended up, I still not quite sure how, with this little video of Michael in, an, in my inbox, which I'd never heard of him before, but it was this little clip of him talking about how change does not come from hard work. It comes from insight. And it just landed in the in the bottom of me
0: yeah,
1: in a way that I couldn't leave it alone. So I followed those breadcrumbs and ended up engaging with him in his world uh, for three, four years, pretty intensely. And and I, I just felt like I understood all of my suffering from day one to that day. Yeah. I understood it in a way that it didn't weigh 10,000 pounds, mm-hmm. but it wasn't something I needed to fix, That it wasn't something I needed to figure out or get over or even completely understand. But I, I just, it, it lifted an enormous burden. And I guess the bottom line of that is just, oh my gosh, there's nothing wrong with me. I just thought there was.
0: Yeah, It was that
1: simple. It was so simple. But it completely, um, it opened up a completely different way of being alive.
0: (laughs) One of my most lovely stories um, that I shared with you was in Emerging Voices. And as I was touching that spot in me of learning, I wasn't broken. But I remember looking at your face and you having this look of, come on, come on, come <laughs> on. <laughs> like, you can do it. It was like this, this encouragement of like, come on, you're, you're right there. But to me, I feel like I'm dying or suffocating or, you know, it doesn't feel like an emergence. It feels like I'm being overtaken. You know, <laughs> it feels like I'm being overtaking and that calmness that you you had right there and with christy eyes just looking like come on and then when the tears start falling and and the hugs it was like oh that was the encouragement to drop that way Got it, you know like let me sit this down Whew, my shoulders you know you start rolling your shoulders because you've been carrying this stuff for so long you never saw how much it weighed you down how it clouded your vision, how it didn't allow you to express all of the love that you, you know, at some point had remembered you were. And and so I have I've loved from that moment, well, before that moment, but that moment for me was like, I always want to watch. I always want to watch her. I always want to see. Because it was kind of like, you see me. Oh, it, but but if but if you see me. And I see you too, though. Like it was just like, wow. So I, I mean, I really, really loved that 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 time. Um, shout out, Michael, for for that space. I love you, man. The
1: things
0: I once thought shouldn't be were in fact part of even better you said everything belongs earlier when we were talking everything belongs
1: yeah
0: and i had um received information that a a young mentee had passed away and miss beverly you know miss beverly um miss beverly wilson hayes um spiritual mother to many she um hugged me And she, she put her hand on my chest and she said very clearly to me, it had to happen this way. And, and it, I knew it was true what she said. Like the words, the feeling was there, but I could not understand what that really meant. Like it had to happen this way. Like, because I had a right or wrong. Mm -hmm. He was such a beautiful young man. He was just getting to the start of his life. He was I had all of those things, which made it not right. And that caused me to kind of stay in the sad state a lot longer, probably. Um, But talk to me about that, what everything belongs, or it has to go this way, or being able to see that as clearly as you you do, given all the things you've had to be resilient about in your life.
1: Hmm. (laughs) I don't know if I can say it any better than you. (laughs) <laughs> but it's just it's this it's this unending revelation of i just i just get to be me yeah exactly as i am from moment to moment to moment and the, and that anything i'm up to whether it's emerging my voice or helping a son who's suffering or um, going for a walk or talking to you on this podcast or eating an avocado like what <laughs> <laughs> there, there's no, like you just said, there's no way it has to be. There's no way it has to go. I just, I don't even have to be thinking about that. I get to just show up and watch it and feel it and experience it. Unfold. And, and in that space, like you pointed to, nothing gets excluded. Everything belongs. When I first came out of the 3P world, I had so many pretty rigid ideas about how it should go and how I should feel because of what I'd glimpsed. And all that's happened since then is those shoulds have been dropping away. You know, those rights and wrongs of how it's supposed to look are just dropping away. And it's, no, everything gets to be here. Yeah. You know, and that, that's one of the reasons I think I've loved writing so much since then is, no, I, I get to express what it looks like to me and what it feels like. Anything. And I don't have to wrap it up with a pretty bow. Like, mm-hmm. because, because under it and beneath it and beyond it, there's always going to be love. Like, that that's just a guarantee. I don't have to make that happen. Yeah. You know, I don't have to have an agenda of that. Because it's already always in the room.
0: Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Now, you said you didn't have to wrap it up in a bow. But I'm actually glad that you did. Because you talked to us about the book. Because that was a way that you nicely wrapped up. All of those things you pointed to. So, talk to me about now being an author, and 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 uh, ooh, yeah, I know, right?
1: <laughs> well, I uh, I, I started writing a lot during cancer, and it was just it was a way for me to to hold my experience without it being like right in front of my face. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. It's just a way for me to have a little distance and a little, Oh, I'm still here. I'm just having this experience. Yeah, <laughs> It's easy to turn into, I am cancer. <laughs> and okay. Cause you kind of seen that way, you know, yeah. when you're in that experience by most people around you. So it, it was extremely helpful for me during that space. And then a, a while after uh, I, I met Jewel Swales, who is, um, the a teacher phenomenal
0: of, writer and, and just, teacher yeah, of many I writers. <laughs> yes.
1: yeah, yeah. I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of souls in the 3P world that love working with her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Jules is amazing.
1: And, and I, and again, my experience with Jules is this unending experience of, no, you just get to be you. You just get to write like you talk.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you just get to, just be yourself on the page. Stop trying to be anything but yourself on the page, and that—that's where the, that's where the gorgeousness is. So it's been a, an, um, it's been an awesome journey these past four years with her. So Ria, she's one of her students that started a publishing company, and she and Jules got together a while back and thought it would be awesome to, to create a book, some books that were compilations of some students' work. So I was invited to be part of this latest book and it's called uh, stories from the muses. And it's basically, if you think about our human experience, there's a bunch of different flavors in it and we all have these same flavors. They show up differently, but we all have within us a child. We all have within us a mother or a father or a parent. We all have within us um, a maiden or its male counterpart. We have kind of a wise old woman or a wise old man in us. You know, we have um, a seductress in us. We have all these different, they're basically you could call them archetypes, just flavors of being human. Yeah. And and the the part of this writing course was to find those places in you and write from them, see what they wanted to say. So wow. that that was the exercise. And there, I think there's 14, 15 authors in the book and they're all just really short pieces 400 words or less of just us expressing those parts of ourselves and and for me it was just it was like that like I've been talking about it was this experience of oh that part of me belongs and that part of me belongs and that part of me belongs like it's all good yeah you know it's all worthy it's all love
0: it's all love.
1: So I just feel like, you know, there's more of me in the room now, having gone through that experience and then sharing it with the world. I mean, that scared the heck out of me I'm <laughs> terrified to do that. You know, I was terrified because I like I liked, you know, the history. My history is that I want to be seen in a certain light, in a good light. You know, yeah. I'm good. I'm nice.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, I <laughs> you know did I mean? that. And yeah, there's a I lot definitely of, get that.
1: A lot of things that came out of those parts of me that weren't necessarily nice. Yeah, weren't <laughs> pretty. Yeah, or yeah. Fake. yeah. It's but,
0: and, it, and it and it Believe it or not, it points back to, but well, she's because she's a good person. Like that's it. Almost points yeah. back to that by doing it. I remember uh, this incident once, and the the compliment came, and I was so I, you know, was so used to wanting it. A guy told me once after seeing me handle something, he said, You're a good man. And you know, that, that one I wanted to beat my chest on in a sense, but I couldn't accept it because I didn't I didn't understand it that way. And I remember saying back to him, No, I just got that one right. Meaning that short experience, which he did see me handle with love, I got that one right. You know, yeah. <laughs> not that it's a right or wrong, but I got that one pretty good, so to speak. Um but you might catch me five minutes down the road, man, and and I you know, I I might blow it. So please don't don't tag me. But that one I got right. And he, he kinda looked at me funny. But for me it was the it was the awakening to that very moment that I remember thinking, Oh, I've always wanted to be like accepted or nice or, 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 you know, I didn't want anybody to have anything bad to say about me as if I could control that, you know, things like that. So, (laughs) that was was very, very, very funny.
1: So what is... like, beneath that, we are good. We don't have to, we don't have to take off job.
0: Which right. is why it falls back to it. Exactly. Yes, like I, I can't fall. even
1: take credit for the goodness because it's yes. just what I'm made of. Man. It's what you're made sometimes of. Sometimes I let it out and sometimes yeah. I get in its way.
0: <laughs> oh man, this lemonade tastes like lemons. Uh yeah, it's what it's made out of. <laughs> it's made out of lemons. Yeah. I love that. So what does a day look like now in a day in the life of her, Like. With with all of this this amazingness, you got bundled up over there. What what is what does a day in your life look like?
1: Oh, well, this is actually a, a pretty quiet phase. Okay. Of my experience, which has been really sweet for me. Uh, I still have a couple couple kids at home. Okay. So that that takes up some of my love and, and energy, uh, and I I write. Um, regularly and spend time in that space. Um, I'm actually, I'm in a few different book groups, which I'm really enjoying. Okay. One of which I lead once in a while. Uh, that's been super fun. So I'm I'm usually reading ten or eleven books at once. Takes me forever to get through them, but I just can't help <laughs> it. It
0: works. It get works. Get excited,
1: yes. <laughs> um, and I I just recently moved, helped move my mom and dad into a a new care center. Okay. And that's taking up a lot of my space at the moment and my, my emotional space uh-huh. as well. There's a lot going on for me with that. And, it, uh-huh. and it, it's a beautiful thing, but it's, it's very present yeah. for oh, me.
0: Okay. Yeah. I can understand. it. I'm actually going to ask you to speak to it for a second. Yeah. Uh, really, just because, um, one, I'm dealing with it with my elderly grandparents now. Time is going. Time is passing. A lot of my friends, if not a lot of yours as well, are dealing with elderly parents just by nature of our age. I kind of just speak to um, what's that been like and where you found the most peace in it for you.
1: Well, I had a rough relationship with my parents for many, many years. Okay. And I, I didn't experience it as warm or intimate or honest or um, free. And when I, a little while after I started working with Michael, I had this massive epiphany. It was huge. And I, and the best way I can express it is I saw their innocence and I saw that I was still completely okay. That all the stories in my head about what the price I had had to pay for what I didn't feel I got, I deserved or wanted, (laughs) but that was a story, but that wasn't reality. And so a whole bunch of that burden left and I felt much lighter and I was able to be with my mom and dad with, without resentment, without anything in the way. I just felt at ease when I was with them. And, and this experience now, I mean, my mom's going downhill pretty fast she's she's not the mom I've known for a lot of years and and my dad I was really afraid of my dad as a kid he scared me so I, I was kind of on eggshells quite a bit and I've I've as I've watched them you know watched my mom kind of lose her identity and her personality and the way she used to show up in the world and and as I've watched my dad also shift and he, he softened like he's become like a teddy bear to say she turns 90 this year you know and I just he's someone I want to cuddle up to not someone I'm afraid of you know And to experience those those shifts and then to just continue to watch as my stories about them and about me and our relationship and all that history to watch as it falls away and to just notice that the love is completely intact and present and that it's always been under there. Hmm. It's really overwhelming to be honest. I mean, it's, it's a, it's such a sweet gift and I've had moments of, you know, beating myself up of like, why couldn't you see this sooner? And why couldn't you let go sooner and look at what you've missed out on. And, you know, there's been some of that, but it doesn't stick. It goes. And I just keep, falling back into holy cow there's so much love here there's just love and i don't have to do anything yeah to to keep it or hold on to it or build it or make it or control it's just it's just there Hmm. and it's it's a beautiful gift
0: a beautiful one a beautiful one thank you so much for sharing your story um hanging out with me I ain't seen you forever, you know. <laughs> um, but I'm going to ask you to talk to the community for a minute, just with that same love. Topic is totally up to you. Um, but I, I will tell you, I've been waiting to hear this, just because I love your heart, and I, I, I just can't wait to hear what comes out of it. But I just wanted to say thank you. I did want to point people to the book, a Story of the Muses, um, one of 14 authors, you said?
1: I believe that's right. I think fourteen, it's fifteen,
0: 14, yeah. 15. Yeah. One of many authors. They're all
1: amazing. <laughs>
0: yes. One of many amazing authors um, to put that project together. Um, please. I'll have it in the show notes where they can find it. But yeah, just talk to us.
1: You know, I've, I've recently had the experience again. <laughs> of, of realizing that I don't know anything, you know, it When, when I found the 3P world, it was so revolutionary for me. It was so transformative. It was so healing. It was so exciting. And I just felt like, Oh, I've got it. Like, I get it. I understand. (laughs) I know the answer. You know, I mean, all those things were just, it was, it was awesome. Like I wanted to stand on the rooftop and let the whole world know and and it's not like I've lost any of that, I can still feel its presence in me, but I'm, I'm again in a space of no, there's more. No, you don't see it all. No, you don't have it all figured out. And, and I just, I guess the invitation in my words is remember, remember not to grip too tight to, the, to your latest answer, to your latest insight your latest revelation of how it all works and of who you are because yeah it's it's just as um, unsettling and unnerving and scary and it feels just as crazy as it does every time but but it's okay it's okay and there's always a more gorgeous and clear and full of love landing coming. No matter how gorgeous the place you are is and how well you think you see it all and how clear your mind is about it. Like there's always another landing coming that's um, thats gonna feel just as sweet as the one you're on. So I guess that's what I would offer in love.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information about the podcast, please go to 3pgc.org. If you're looking for more information about how to become a practitioner or you want to be featured on the show as a new, fresh voice in the principles, send us an email at info at 3pgc.org. We'd love to hear from you. Knowing there is no end or limitation, nor are there boundaries to the human mind. Have the day you deserve.